Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, this episode was initially recorded way back in 2017. Or maybe it was 2018, depending on the episode you're listening to. Who knows? But in case you're wondering what the hell is going on... What we're doing here at Pretty Scary and Conspiracy, the show, is releasing some of the back episodes that we've been sitting on for the past couple years that used to be Patreon only. Sure, the stuff you're about to hear about is a couple years old, but the episode's new to you if you've been listening for free. If you want to hear new episodes of Pretty Scary and Conspiracy, the show, subscribe on Patreon. There will be two new episodes every single month of both of those shows and you get bonus episodes of all the other podcasts that i co-host and a bunch of other good stuff for just five dollars a month it's the only place to hear new episodes of pretty scary and conspiracy the show that said maybe you can't afford to subscribe maybe you don't want to give me money maybe you can't afford it and just don't want to hey that's fine i understand for you we'll still be putting out episodes you haven't heard before they'll just be some of the older episodes from the early Patreon days and the early ConnectPal days. Anyone remember that? I certainly don't. Anyway, patreon.com slash unpops for new episodes of Pretty Scary and Conspiracy the Show, bonus episodes of all the podcasts I co-host, and lots of other stuff. Give us more money. We'll send you a birthday card or something. Anyway, let's get to the show. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Now we're recording. Yay, Christmas, Christmas. Carrie, what's the name of this podcast? Pretty Scary Boo. Ah! Boo! Woo! Oh my God. Pretty scary. So scary. It's the Christmas edition. Yes. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> That was good. I'm proud of that joke. That was. I'm that was very saying, good. I just, nothing better than a joke that no one laughs at that you're proud of. Uh, people are going to laugh. You just got to give it time for this to come out. It's one of those jokes that'll creep up, creep up on people. It might spook them. And they'll be walking one day and just. <laughs> <laughs> it's a creeper. When you did that. It's a it... tappy on the shoulder. You look around, it punches you in the face. I call it vodka. Right in the face. Whoa, right in the face. This arrangement didn't actually help us. No, it didn't. Did you notice that? I think if you move those headphones. There it is. Oh. Oh, now I can see your face. Kiss me. That was like a makeover that you just got. <laughs> <laughs> I look so much better without a pair of headphones in my face. <laughs> he took his glasses off, and now he looks like Rachel Lee Cook. It's amazing. <sighs> God, so, crazy. what a babe. How's everyone been? Um, how many car accidents this week, Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, one of my coworkers thought it would be really funny to make a little post-it note into one of those signs like there have been zero accidents this week oh yeah but he just wrote there have been zero accidents this week on the first page of the post-it pad so i mean like i got what he was doing <laughs> but i was like but if i tear this away then it doesn't yeah there should the whole sign is gone and now you just have given me office supplies which i appreciate because it's yeah know. he should have made it so you could tear one away right. so it said zero yeah right like a countdown what a accidents? missed opportunity. Well, you know what opportunity I didn't miss this weekend? <laughs> Go ahead. Tell people. I know, but I don't want to spoil it. Well, it was the opportunity to dress like an elf. Nice. How did that go? About like you would expect. I got a lot of like, look at Santa's little helpers pretty tall. Because I'm, I'm 5'10 to everybody. I, nobody knows what I look like uh, yet. Or maybe some of them do. People know. I don't know. I don't know if my height translates. 
<laughs> through sound on, on the podcast. <laughs> be five, I, I would four, be like <laughs> with that voice. She's probably five ten, five eleven. Yeah. Do you think I sound tall? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but like I'm happy to hear that I don't sound tall. I don't know what that means. That's some junior high buried bullshit right there. But anyway, yeah, so I got to dress up uh, like an elf, and uh, uh, it wasn't it wasn't good. It was didn't not... you do karaoke? Oh no, the, uh, that's the office Christmas party. I'm hosting karaoke in an ugly sweater costume uh, this week. That's so a different. Thing. There was a picture of Caitlin, and I can't remember what you were doing. But the guy behind you, I was like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And she was like, that's the boss's son. Okay, well, theater of the mind, everybody. It was a community ribbon cutting. So I was holding scissors that were about four feet. (laughs) So, again, I mean, I'm assuming people could guess how tall I am. These were large scissors. Unless they're like, wow, she's so tiny. But (laughs) I'm holding these giant scissors and I'm like making a funny face. And my boss's son is behind me. And I I post this picture on Facebook, not seeing my boss's son in the background in my mind. He's just, you know white noise and there's all these people commenting like huh, oh, you know whatever you're funny or you know and then carrie's like who's the hot guy behind you and i'm like oh my god that's my boss <laughs> but the best part was is my co-worker i let a couple people from work know me on my facebook page ballsy yeah well we're good we're cool but one of my co-workers saw that comment and then it turned into this like weird office like conversation where it was like, is he good looking? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about like I. Ah, yeah. No, and he's what mid twenties, mid uh, under mid. <laughs> he's young. Under mid, yeah. And I'm forty. I'm such a dirty old man. I was like, he's so hot. And I was like, look at that. Uh, he had like the walking cast. Yeah. And that was from a dodgeball tournament. Yeah, we had taken everybody to dodgeball, and he had rolled his ankle. Fucking corporate. Dodgeball. No, I work in a TV show. I I'm telling you, it's a it whole literally other world. Is the Office. Yeah, it's interesting. I like my job, but it's there's just a lot of things that happen there. Yeah, sounds anyway. like it. Yeah, you a lot to of dress pro- up like an elf. Yep, I was Big Bird. I was a disco lady. I have at work. This has all happened on Office time. Wow. Yeah. I get to go to BJ's for lunch tomorrow. Fuck me. At the block in Orange, and then we get to have a scavenger hunt. I, I just work here. With adults. God, I wish I had your job. Yeah, you've got a good job. This is a great office you got here. Yeah, Adam. I just wake up. Uh, if I leave, I'm leaving work. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just here working. But do you just then not... I don't know. I felt like when I worked from home that I never left my house. Yeah, I'm trying to get better about it. Okay. Me and Chet oh, Wilder... I didn't mind it. Me and Chet Wilder are doing a self-improvement podcast. Oh, interesting. Where we're going to hold ourselves accountable to is that the one where people will fight yeah we're gonna fight <laughs> yeah whoever doesn't improve gets beat up basically. i really don't know you don't know chet Wilde. he's 510 you can tell by listening to him on this podcast right. yeah you can tell from his voice definitely but i don't know who would win i'm just imagining this like indiana yeah, jones weird I feel like kind he's of stronger stand-off. but he's scrappier yeah chet Shep seems like he would be. I feel wiry. like we attribute scrappiness to short people well, way too much. He's not. He's not short. No, I'm Chet's sorry. That was me. more of a sad a sidebar conversation. I'm just saying, like scrappy, just they're all like Ratso Rizzo. I don't know. <laughs> he died at the end of the movie, but anyway. So I don't know. I just think scrappy's a weird thing. It's like, oh, she's quirky. Yeah. All right. What are we overlooking? That's my question. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know, Chet. I'm talking shit. Oh, all this I was in a, a, a flip cup tournament. That's great. Nice. How did that go? The same day I was dressed as an elf. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. My team came in second out of 12. Wow. It's huge. huge. That's a silver medal. I need the podium. I'm really happy for you. The Flip Cup Olympics. The Flip Cup Olympics. It's hard to say. Something that I could have lettered in in college, I would have. Yeah. I it's wish a, I could have. It's just... a shame women don't have those opportunities. <laughs> didn't you know? Didn't have those opportunities. So back oppressed. Then. If I've said yeah. it once, I will say yeah. it a million times. Yeah. Uh, More sp- alcohol-related sports. Speaking please. of alcohol, it's Christmas time, guys. It is. It is absolutely Christmas, Merry Christmas time. Christmas. Should we cheers? Cheers. I think this is if going you're at up. home drinking, and I hope that it's you are. Christmas. Oh, we are somewhere drinking and listening. Here's Cheers. Well, I was actually going to make the effort to reach out. Oh, and were you? Glasses. Okay. Yeah. Don't mind us, Caitlin. We were just going to. Sorry, we're actually Ooh. cheersing. We're not. We we're going to touch away, glasses we? for real. Really? You would think her wingspan, being five ten, would be passive longer. aggressive in here out of nowhere. My wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
That comes was... through in your voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does. I do have a large wingspan. Um, I'm excited about this episode. I am too. We're talking about the worst things to ever happen on Christmas, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas ish. How it starts is Caitlin writes notes, <laughs> and like all good. Carrie's so taken off stories. guard by this because, like, for White Wine True Crime, I'm just writing the notes in in time for the most part. Um, this was the first time she's ever seen so much prep. No, 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 nope. That's not well, what no, that's... I was surprised by. I'm oh. surprised b- by the fact that it starts with so, comma. My mom died on December fifteenth, two thousand four, and I know, I know, it's probably going to go up from here. Yeah, I mean, when you Maybe start, when no, you... that's all the episodes about. It's just my dead mom. Yeah, she and her nice. her funeral was literally held the day after Christmas. True story. So every year, my tradition is to look up horrible things. That happened on Christmas. Let's start with some stats. Yeah, because there are horrible things that happen every year on Christmas. But before the stats start, we want to somehow work in a quick chat about the song Christmas Shoes. The saddest and dumbest song ever written. I don't. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, pull it up now. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay, so I think much like 9-11, everybody knows where they were the first time they heard Christmas Shoes. (laughs) <laughs> You're paralleling 9-11. Like, I, I knew no. I was on my way to get, like, an Everybody, eye exam on I'm 9-11. You, I don't know where I was when I heard Christmas Shoes, but it's an interesting comparison. <laughs> uh, Christmas Shoes, I'm going to spoil it for Adam before he starts it, because I'm a good friend. Christmas Shoes uh, is about a, a little boy. It's Christmas time. Who gets molested nope. by this no, guy this who worked at Penn State. About the what? catcher. It's not, fuck, no, it's not the, f- this is different. It's not Jerry Sandusky. No, no, it's not him either. No, oh. and actually, and it doesn't involve molestation. Oh, boo. I know you're out. <laughs> Gary's over it. Do you have a preferred version? It looks nope. like every. You... Hey, they're all a winner. I like the one, uh, the first one. The yep. okay, trust us. There's a mix, but hey, I say the, Adam, the first one. Just go with it. Everybody who knows this song right now, listening, is freaking out. Oh yeah. Automatically, I wanted to hold your hands. I know. and have somebody light a Yankee candle. I just changed my mind. I'm not going to ruin the song for Adam. Uh, just, this will be worth it. It won't be. <laughs> nice Adidas <laughs> hat, fuck stick. <laughs> He's so annoying. This guy's wearing an Adidas hat with By a the fucking way, suit jacket. But he does look like he wants to molest him, hold right? On. Yeah, he's going to rape this kid. <laughs> just hold on. No, it gets better. Yes. Yeah. He was dirty from head to toe. Dirty? He doesn't look that dirty. No. Yeah, he doesn't. He looks fine, to be honest. I couldn't believe I think he's wearing a USC Trojan school cap. Yeah. Here he comes. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah. He, he just wants this creep behind him to think his parents are close by. Yeah. The guy who works there, though, isn't wearing a name tag, which you getting... makes me think that he's robbing you... the store. Wait, it's, it's... I'm watching it wash over Adam right now. So mom's dying? Yeah. Hold on. Because you want your mom to have fresh kicks if she's meeting Jesus tonight. By the way, points for the most literal music video in the yes. history of the world. Yeah, the cashier's like, yeah. does that mean something? No, I'm seriously, I'm <laughs> going to buy my mom new shoes because she's dying. And this guy behind the counter is such a dick. Look, at, so and he's, yeah, so he lip syncs this. I'd be like, what kind of scam are you running, you piece of shit? Get out of here. He's a gypsy for sure. There are 16 people in this house, and you're the only one that likes to make trouble. <laughs> Laid it down. Slapped it down. Threw it on the floor. Yeah, he had to help him out. Why does this rich dude have these shitty crumpled bills in his pocket? Was he going to buy crack with that? 
Because he just left the strip club. But if they're, they look like they're at a sports shoe place. What yeah. shoes is he buying? That's what I'm saying. He's buying his mom like a pair of Yeezys. And then also the big reveal is that the shoes are uh, loafers made out of upholster, upholstery. Caitlin? I mean, I'd, buy, I'd wear them. I know. That's the truth. That's the honest to God truth. Does Carrie. make you look shorter? <laughs> Carrie. Um. If I'm ever dying, I need you to buy me upholstery shoes. And I would have probably less money than this kid does now. <laughs> Although you would be pacing around the shoe store in a beanie crying. And figuring out a way to swindle the old guy behind me. There's so many strong Home Alone illusions in this video. Yeah. And this guy still looks annoyed. He looks like he gave the kid the money just to get him out of his way. Billy, stop that boy. Who wears a baseball cap or yeah. like an Adidas yeah, you know, baseball cap with a, with a suit, suit jacket. It's very random. Is mom dead already? I Is that what's so. going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she doesn't make it through the end of the song, Adam. I hate. No, I mean, I don't wanna... Now he sees him in a dark alley, and now the butt rape starts. Oh yeah, this it's is like where it he's turns gonna... into the kite runner. This is where he's going to abduct the kid. I Holy mean, the really shit. fucked up part is you guys are making these jokes, but this is the Catholic sh- like church scheme, basically, to these children. Yeah, we're on to it. We're on to it. We're like Michael Keaton and uh, what was that movie that came out? Birdman. Nope. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think Mr. Mom. Spotlight. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Thank Spotlight. you. You're, you're welcome. And I'm Rachel McAdams. Yeah, you are. And I'm Ed Norton. No, nope. Wrong no, you're Ed Begley Jr. You're the, you're the wrong. Yep. Also, <laughs> I'm Emma oh. Stone. What if there's like, I'm sorry, uh, visiting hours are over, child. Is that kid going to murder his mom with those shoes? Good job, Ben Mintz. Yeah. Directed. Sorry if you're listening to this, Ben. She's like, listen, when I get buried, what I'd really like is a pair of uh, nondescript, yeah, nondescript loafers. loafers. Yeah, well, I do. Make sure it. you spend over $30 and you have to ask a stranger for help and payment. Doesn't that song set the tone for what we're about to deal yes, with? I mean, okay, song. all right, cool. So, And obviously, when you get me those loafers. Go to a sporting goods store. <laughs> yeah, that's where you get some quality loafers. Where fine women's shoes are sold. Okay, so... You should have invested that money in braces. Did you see those buck teeth? I think that the dentist was waiting for all the teeth to come in first. Yeah, that kid had they, some... They do that. They wait some, a little bit. Some teeth. Yeah, he had some issues. I think that the best way to describe his mouth is wacky. Yeah. <laughs> or he has an overbite. It was wacky. Several bites. A They're wacky not. overbite. A wacky like overbite. shark teeth. Like he's got rows. <laughs> like, yeah, he had like a whole goofy thing. So. What a what an idiot. What a fucking tool kid buying loafers for his dying mom. How pissed. You're like dying and your kid with crazy teeth comes in and it's loafers. Yeah. Your last gift is loafers. Get her an Xbox or something. Okay. I mean, she's dying. So we're going <laughs> to. take it. You take it with you. You uh, show yeah. up with gifts. Maybe right. she's like, God, I'm so glad I don't have to keep these forever. Then die. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if my kid, wa- like, true story, if I ever have a child and they're like, here, mom, I don't care what kind of shoes they are, I'd wear them and have them forever. That's the kind of person I am. But I would be bummed if someone bought me loafers on my deathbed. I would be like, I don't know what happened to the loafers you bought me, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> somebody must have stolen them. Or they lying. Got, they got <laughs> last, last possible second. I have second. no idea. Okay, so let's go through some uh, disappointing stats. Triple A, Triple A, New Year's Day estimate, and we're—I I think we we lump New Year's Day in with the seven-day stretch that is Christmas. Yeah, I feel comfortable yeah. with that. Okay, 156 deaths uh, annually, and pre- deaths prevented by seatbelts, 57. So we're just gonna we're gonna whatever. That's what we're going with. Between 2004 and 2008, there were an estimated 1,170 home fires per year that began with decorations, excluding Christmas trees. Yikes. Those aren't even the Christmas tree fires. These fires caused an annual average of eight deaths, 54 injuries, and $19.1 million in property damage. Do the costs never end? Never end. You got to buy gifts. You have $19.1 million in property damage. Literally the opposite of the gift that keeps on giving. Christmas is a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Go on. on. On average, 260 home fires begin with Christmas trees each year, resulting in 12 deaths, 24 injuries, and $16.4 million in property damage. That's like... That's a lot. How many Jeff May deaths are they 
Are there? Jeff made death. Jeff made death. <laughs> Jeff made death. Let's get Jeff May Christmas shoes. Let's yes. do it. So that he can feel good when he meets Jesus. <laughs> um, candles started 45% of home decoration fires. So, so what you see there, um, it, it, let's pull it back to a 50,000 foot view here. You see the candles that people lay out in ample proportion interacting with all the crappy Christmas decorations right. that are out. So, I mean, that's rough. And How many of those are Yankee candles? All of them. Um, yeah, yeah 100%, 100% of the 45%, I think. Yeah. Sub, side note, December is the peak time of year for all candle fires. That's not surprising. Across the board. I mean, yeah. Hanukkah alone, Festival of Lights, that's got to start. I mean, you got eight times yeah. right there. But how much of that is fucking Hanukkah yeah. making Christmas look bad? This is a war bad. on because Christmas. They're, because they're all into candles. That's the thing with statistics yeah. is you can't really, you don't, there's not real truth Yeah, here. we call it Christmas because it's the one true holiday. But but you have to put up with all the others. Yeah. Roughly five thousand eight hundred people per year were treated in the hospital emergency room for falls associated with holiday decorations. Is anybody else like thinking we t- with small soldiers? We were just talking about. I just imagine now like just mischievous Christmas, like Final Destination deaths. Like there's a yeah. a breeze and then like a a manger falls over and a kid loses an eye. The kind of thing people always survive in movies. It's almost like there's no height you can fall from in a movie that's high enough to injure you. Chevy Chase is the one I think about. National Lampoon. Yeah. That's a solid candidate. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, Roughly, oh yeah, Uh, more than half of these injuries, more than half of this 5,800 group uh, were caused from, now talk about Chevy Chase, falls from ladders on roofs while decorating outdoors. That's a a solid National Lampoon's injury. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I just think that I wanted to open up the episode with like an over a pastiche, if you will, of yeah. other mayhem going on around Christmas. And how many of them have uh, brothers named Rusty? All of them. No, one, one hundred and sons named Rusty. One hundred percent and sons. Really, if you think about it. Someone's a son or a brother. Yeah. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Okay. <laughs> the electrical cord. Yeah. Go. Yeah. The yeah. There's. Uh... <laughs> The CPSC, I don't know what that is, estimates that each year about 4,000 injuries associated with electric extension cords are treated in hospital emergency rooms. 50% of these injuries involve fractures, lacerations, contusions, or sprains from people tripping over extension cords. 13% of these injuries involve children less than five years of age. Electrical burns to the mouth accounted for 50% of the injuries to young children. Stop chewing electrical cords. You unruly goddamn kids. I mean... Where are the parents? How many animals do you think die? You would ask this question. It's got to be a lot. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be a lot. No, yeah. I mean, it's a good point. Because, I mean, the cat, like cat, let's just cats, they climb in those damn trees like nobody's cats business. Cats want to chew cords when they see them. I'm more yeah. interested in dogs. I know you're more... I was just starting with cats. I'm cats are good kitties, in. though. No, she's not a cat person. You're gonna yeah. lose well, no, they're cats are... Cats are good, good cats. <laughs> so you should so be worried a cat about person i'm an uh, a pet person yeah i like, I like pets but cats primarily and dogs, dogs. But there's no there's no better choice they're both the kind of dogs no i do think that between cats and dogs cats are far more likely to cause any number of these injuries that we're talking about cat jumps on you you fall off a ladder cats yeah. boops you you knock something over and then something catches on fire Cat knocks something over, it catches on fire. Cat lights a Yankee candle, forgets to blow it out. Fuck. House explodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cats do that. That, I will admit that. I mean, that was a little Looney Tunes, but I saw it all in my mind. It was good. I'm into it. Okay, so there's the overview. Cat's Uh, being a bitch. I'm being a huge (laughs) Christmas bitch. Uh, I'm a Christmas bitch. Uh, did you guys read the news story about the terminally, about the terminally ill boy? Yeah. What a bummer. Died in the arms of Santa. So this kid is dying slowly. Santa comes to visit him. Santa scoops him up in his arms. The article that I read said began with uh, one Santa almost hung up his suit. And I'm thinking, spoiler alert. What if a kid's reading this and believes in Santa? Come on now. Yeah. One Santa almost hung up his Santa suit after a very emotional experience of a child dying in his arms. So basically, this kid's dying. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny, but th- this is so dr- This is like Christmas shoes Why level dramatic. Why was the kid out if he was that close to death? 
Because he's a kid and it's still Christmas time. And no, no, no. The Santa came to him. Yeah. It was oh, like a visit. Yeah, it was like a hospital visit or something. Oh. He was either in the home or hospital. Read the story. Apparently, when the Santa went in, he said, if anybody's going to cry, out of here. Really? Yeah. Oh, did I anybody read the article? I did, but, but I didn't. Get, I didn't get that version of the story. The the the, yeah. the thing that I read. I mean, that makes sense. I think that's fair. Because I mean, how great is this guy though? Going into like a children's hospital, dealing with like the sickest kids that you possibly can. That's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. So then, so then he's holding this child in his arms, and the the, the Santa says, um, "Hey, can you do me a favor?" Because the kid says that you know they say that I'm not going to make it through the night. Mm-hmm. Says this to Santa. Yeah. So then Santa says. Can you tell uh, Jesus that that his number one elf has arrived and then the kid died? That's creepy. Well, then he the kid says, like, Santa, can you help me with something? <laughs> and then dies. Oh, yeah. Since when does Jesus have elves? Santa's number one elf. Well, Santa so asked is the Santa, child. Is he implying Santa's dead? No, he, the Sa- Santa was Just telling the child, kid. "You're a good boy. You're a good boy. Yeah. You're the number one elf. Like made this kid's life oh, okay. basically get into heaven." His last okay. thought was, oh, "I'm dear. such a cat person. Such a cat person." Thing well, I'm to just say. I'm about facts. I like you know. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "I'm Santa's number one elf." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... And that was it. I mean, seriously, that's that's a shitty Christmas. So we're starting there with. Uh, so then the Santa says when he goes home, he was like, I thought about hanging out my suit. I didn't know if I could do it again because it haunted me. Yeah. Well, for weeks yeah. after. Yeah. Because before I could answer the kid, like he died in my arms. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Um, well, speaking of people, other people that have died on Christmas, we're going to move on to other historical Christmas facts. Good. This bummed me out. Charlie Chaplin died on Christmas. Yeah, I didn't know that. I had no Why idea. Did that bum you out I again. Feel like what he an asshole! Was a, no, I, I just I feel like he was like a playboy. Like I feel like Charlie Chaplin. I like the idea of Charlie Chaplin for the most part. I mean, he's he's a big he's important. He did a lot of really cool stuff. As a, yeah, as a, I mean, as as like a he was like the first real like filmmaker activist comedian. Yeah, and there 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 have been many since then, but he was really the first one to do what he did. I mean, I just think it's sad that he died on Christmas. He brought so much joy to so many people, and he died on Christmas. What was the thing where somebody tried to shoot him, but then shot somebody else? Didn't we talk about this last week? Somebody tried to shoot Charlie Chap- Chaplin, but they shot somebody else. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah, yeah that's what I say, and I think also he was there when the Black Dahlia thing went on. I'm all in for that as well. I mean, I'm curious. Did you ever see the movie Chaplin? Yeah. Where Robert Downey Jr. plays Chaplin, like old Chaplin? Yeah. It's a weird movie. Very weird. Very it's not good. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a fan. I'm the key demographic for that. Nobody wanted that movie to be good more than I did, and it's not a good movie. Yeah, I didn't know he died on Christmas. I just think that's sad. That I, is sad. What's the next one, Adam? Uh, the next one is the Italian Hall disaster of 1913. <laughs> This is rough. Yeah, this happened on Christmas Eve in 1913. Six dozen people, more than six dozen people died in a stampede. I mean... Following a false cry of fire. One person yelled fire. Yeah. Just yelled it because they probably thought it was funny. And six dozen people went down. Yeah. And this happened during a miners' strike in what they called copper country at the time. Because there must have been, you know... Lots of copper. Mamma mia. In the UP. Yeah. At the time. And this was uh, back when unions were not uh, protected by law. And strikers were more likely to be beaten. So this was probably someone just trying fancy new tactics to break up a strike. So you think somebody like in a snidely whiplash outfit, because this is 1913. So of course. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. They picturing were like a silk Dressed like a cartoon hat. villain for sure. Right. And a cape possibly. And he's like... Hey, I think we know how to break up this crowd. Just yell, fire! Yep. And it worked. It did. Well, you're gleaning a lot from Italian Hall. This was in Michigan. No, I'm just going with it. (laughs) I'm just in it. Michigan? So what did they sound like? It was a great white concert in 1913. (laughs) Hey, there's a fire! Uh, They were at a rave. Yeah. Really quickly, if we can go back to Charlie Chaplin. Oh, uh, sure. I would just like to say he was 88 when he died. So he lived a long life after what... I seem to remember being multiple attempts on his life. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't remember all the uh Yep. He made headlines. He was also there when Natalie Wood died when she drowned. But it said um 
That's true. He that there. two months later, grave robbers stole his coffin and then held it for ransom. Did you say Natalie Wood? Yeah, I think he was on that boat with... uh, With Christopher Walken. Yeah, with Christopher Walken (laughs) and Robert. I don't know if that's true, but I do know that he was on a boat with a hearse when someone got shot. See? Well, no, he died in 1977. Well, he was also there at the the theater when Abraham Lincoln... He was on the grassy knoll (laughs) when JFK... Oh, it's all coming together, guys. He was on the space shuttle Challenger. (laughs) (laughs) With Christine Olive. Baby Olive. McAuliffe. He was on that Malaysian airplane. All right, listen. That disappeared. I feel like the next fact that we have coming up is by far the most shocking. Yes. So yeah. something happened on Christmas Eve, 1865. Anybody want to? I, I feel like if, I feel like I've been talking a lot it this is episode. A gift to racists. The yeah. gift. The, the well, gift. Nazis were the gift. So, yeah. if like black people can say the N word, I guess we can say this word: the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, we can say that. Why wouldn't we be able to say that? I don't really want to reappropriate it, but it's formed on Christmas Eve, 1865, and trying to, yeah. Caitlin took the liberty of putting five exclamation marks behind it. But I just—it's exciting. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> just after the end of the Civil War, when it became obvious that the South was going to be forced to undergo a drastic change as a result of the Emancipation of po- Proclamation, crazy uh, of all their former slaves, as well as the federal government's reconstitution, blah blah blah, uh, <laughs> decided to form a yada 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 society dedicated to, to stopping or reversing those changes. Derived from the Greek word for circle and the gay, like Lindsay Lohan version of clan, mm. the KKK utilized an extremely thorough and dedicated system of violent oppression to fight the reconstruction. However, their efforts might have had mm. the opposite effect. Many uh, northerners, yeah, po- possibly, saw my- yeah, what the KKK was doing and assumed the South hadn't learned their lesson. Nope. This resulted in widespread victories for the Republicans who passed increasingly harsher laws to combat racism in the South. When such rule later declared unconstitutional was the KKK law, which gave the government far-reaching powers when fighting against a terrorist organization, up to and including military force. Nine separate co- counties in South Carolina were actually put under martial law as a result, with thousands That's being crazy. arrested. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Didn't they have families or things to, like things to attend? Also, like, okay, were the co- were the costumes part of the first clan meeting? You think that came later? Who, pi- who did? Yeah. Who picked those outfits? I've always wondered how yeah, that happened. Somebody who does enjoy costumes. I know you do. That obviously would have been my first concern. Like, so, okay, we want to okay. show that we're white. Uh, do you want us to stop? What's he doing? I think it was around minute 30. Okay. Yeah, we'll just... Uh... I mean, you're going to hear me and Carrie. You can, you can go back and listen to the audio if you want, but that was an interesting experience for everybody. you can hear everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You can probably hear me throwing up <laughs> yes. on the audio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's that's good. so you can keep it if you want. And then... It's, yeah. It's I in might. there. It's in there. Where you the p- point. turn on the I like, garbage disposal. I like if you edit it right... well because it was building up oh sink yeah you like barfed barfed yeah it was violent it was i i just like violently threw up all of a sudden i just want to put it out there if we get in round two we're done and you're gonna rest yeah yeah because if we're in that zone yeah there's no coming back from that zone. it sounds like something you ate i only ate at lemonade today and then i ate a piece of that pizza that's it yeah, yeah Carrie, I was Karen, gonna say we feel fine with the pizza. Carrie and I went back and forth about that. All right, well, maybe you just felt we'll really passionate <laughs> about hearing that the the KKK was formed on Christmas Eve. Yeah, there's nothing less Christmas than the KKK. And I said, no. how did they figure out their costumes? As somebody who likes costumes, so I said, yeah, they want that's right. something that's probably easy. Like if they're like, oh wait, like we have to go do something. Like sure. what could you grab quickly? Sure. A white bed sheet. But uh, then you need to yeah. see. Then it also 
white. Like, I mean, white. I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say that the, the strong, the strong thing is just it's whatever it is, Amos. It's got to be white. Yeah. But then why the burning torches and the burning crosses? Maybe that's a Christmas thing now. See the burning crosses though. That seems very anti. Well, the burning crosses sim- actually yeah, weren't a part of no. the clan mythology at first. That right. came much later, came later in the history of the world. <laughs> it, I'm just saying these things evolve. You know, the Germans yeah. they used to hide yeah. a pickle in the tree uh, for Christmas, and now yeah. the Ku Klux Klan <laughs> I thought burns that was, crosses. I thought that was going in a Nazi direction. I was like, is that what did they lure? No, it was a, that. it's a little Christmas surprise for you. What a shitty place to grow up. Germany? Yeah. Not really. Only if you here's were your, Jewish. Here's your Christmas pickle. Uh, if you Get found the pickle, here. you got an extra present. I feel like they seem oh. so fun, though. But was it just the pickle? No. They were like, ha get it? You got I, an extra I don't present. understand the pickle part of it, but the way it used to go is that German families traditionally would hide a pickle in the tree, and the kid that found it got an extra got an extra present. And I don't know why. Yeah. But they, they get beaten that night yeah bring your kids by so the adults can play a fun game of find the pickle with them <laughs> yep that's how they said hashtag it. germany and then they would hashtag. all go out for beer steins beer steins and they're like worst. wisconsin like they don't have a drinking age yeah they called it der drinking age <laughs> that's what they called it um yeah so i i think that that is the weirdest Christmas fact, I, f- I found that a couple years ago and cross-checked it in a couple other areas. Because when I first found out, I was like, there's no way that that this is the f- this is true. But <laughs> it's, it's a it's thing. It's true. Yeah. It's a thing that's out there. Um, another horrible day of Christmas was the Christmas flood of 1717. Uh, this uh, whole synopsis actually starts with a little little song, poem. The snow is snowing. The wind is blowing. I can weather the storm. Why do I care how much it may storm? I've got my love to keep me warm. When Irving Berlin wrote, Berlin wrote this classic Christmas tune in 1937, and then Adam took my notes away, he certainly wasn't thinking of the Christmas flood of 1717. Turns out it offered little protection against the gigantic North Sea storm that brought massive flooding to the coast of Northern Europe. And here's the crazy thing. It happened at 1 a.m., on Christmas morning. Oh, that's shitty. That's how I feel. Like you're, yeah. you, you feel like you've made it, right? So you're like, oh, hopefully it's not gonna be another shitty Christmas because I'm sure there were shitty Christmases back in the 1700s, just like there are now. Of Everybody's course. stressed out around the holidays. Yeah, especially if you have to, if you have to make all your presents. Can yeah, you fucking fuck imagine that. if you have to make all your gifts. Fuck that. So you made all these you fucking gifts. Them. What am I, a cobbler? Yeah, you got to do something. That's when community was important, man. Everybody yeah. kind of was like, who's making what. And then we're all just going to switch crafts and everybody gets a gift. Right. You know, by then, many of those who initially survived the floodwaters had perished from exposure. When skies finally cleared on December 27th, Fuck. two days later, as many as 13,700 people were dead and countless livestock. Sorry, Carrie. And homes, whatever, were <laughs> lost. Can you imagine like 1 a.m.? You're, yeah, it's just right into terrible Christmas. You're super You asleep. don't even get an hour in. No. You're just... Yeah, you're right. It's the first yeah. hour of Christmas and everything's swept. 13,000 people you is a lot. You wake up like, thanks, Santa. And it's storm surges. It's not just like... It's not like, oh, what is... Going? It's like... like a, a storm surge is like you, your house is covered in water all of a sudden. Yeah. You That's have, not... You have a definite problem on your hands. Yeah. And this, we'll t- yeah, go ahead, Carrie. Talk again later about how... Uh, the tsunami. Yeah, we're gonna hit that. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm saying it kind of links up with this. Yeah, there's another water disaster uh, on on yeah, the horizon. Until then, though, we can talk about the stupid Iroquois Theater fire in 1903. Yeah. Um, oh, the stupid Iroquois Theater <laughs> fire. Yeah, Adam, you want to take the Iroquois th- Theater fire uh, and do and, I and ever lead and lead this discussion? Yes, the Iroquois Theater Theater fire. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did we? Are we skipping the fact that the Library of Congress burned? Carrie mm-hmm. hates nerds, so I have a feeling that's how we know 100%. I hate nerds, so I definitely skipped over it on purpose. Okay, wow. Fine. <laughs> no no love for the Library of Congress. I watched it happen in real time, and I've been so beaten down by her hatred of nerds that I didn't even fight back. <laughs> oh. I can promise you that when she, looked, when she looked through this document that I sent you guys and she saw the burning of the Library of Con- Congress out loud, she said, fuck. <laughs> nerds. What a nerd. Caitlin's such a nerd. Oh. 
Anyway, the, so, the Library of Congress burned down on Christmas too, and a bunch of documents from Thomas Jefferson completely disappeared forever. Yeah, it altered history forever. But what does Carrie care? <laughs> she doesn't. She really doesn't. Don't. Stupid fucking nerds. How were the dogs? Were the dogs okay? There were no dogs in the Library of Congress. Good. And that's when why they Carrie were fine. Doesn't Good. care about. So the Iroquois Fire Theater. Our history. This was in 1903, and way back then, as it is now, uh, Hollywood put out you know their biggest movies around Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that has never changed. Again, I'd just like to point out that it just takes more effort to get to the movies in 1903. Oh, yeah, for sure. No Fandango. And on Christmas Day in 2003, uh, close to 2,000 people packed into the Iroquois Theater in Chicago for a matinee performance of the musical Mr. Bluebeard. Lame. That part's lame. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. This was uh, December 30th, not Christmas Day. sorry. But still close. You're good. And everything was going smoothly until the second act when a light bulb malfunctioned and set a drape ablaze. See why I went over all of the hazardous facts before we went through this list? There's a strong correlation. Was the Great White playing? (laughs) (laughs) The Great White of 1903? It was a rave. It was the ghost ship rave of 1903. Yep, yep. And the flames spread really quick, as they tend to do. And scenery, which was hanging from the ceiling, of course, uh, and panicked cast members fled for safety as flaming bits of fabric rained down on the stage. Because yeah, if you think about it, an old theater is like mostly wood and fabric and then lit by candles. Yeah, yeah. That's a terrifying... And I, I mean, don't... why aren't there more Iroquois fires? <laughs> like, Or do we just yeah. not know about them? Maybe just because it was Christmas that I found this one. Well, it says, when you go down to the tragically, if you can scroll down. Oh, yeah. Tragically, many of the doors were either hidden by curtains or locked to keep people from sneaking into the theater. Back in the day, you could sneak into the theater. Yeah. Those who couldn't escape quickly fell victim to the smoke and flames. When the fire department arrived, they found 575 people dead. That's Some 30 a more lot. would die. At, I concur. That's like, uh, I don't know, like a state back then, probably. Yeah, it's a whole town. Can you imagine being from that town? 575 people are wiped out. Yeah, that's like an apocalypse. That's, that's a horrible. I mean, what are your New Year's resolutions after that? Like, we will clearly label all of the exits going forward. Well, exactly. That the happened. only bright side <laughs> to this grim Christmas time tragedy was the implementation of many safety features we know today, including clearly marked exits and outswinging doors that are always unlocked from the inside. We should do a whole episode on de- the deaths that lead to safety precautions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely should. Because that's definitely, there's a lot of those. Yeah, especially with like amusement parks. Yeah, or high buildings. Disney is an innovator in theme park safety because most of the good accidents happen there first. (laughs) And then they're like, oh yeah, we should fix that. Well, let's not say that they happen there first. They just weren't a traveling carnival that could just move away. Yeah, Yeah. I would venture to bet that most of those accidents happen in multiple ways. And mul- all over the country yeah. over and over again until they were, couldn't leave. Yeah. Some idiot sets up a tilt-a-whirl in a mall parking lot. Drunk and it was driving. all tilt. No whirl. Drunk driving. Well, people still do that, but who was right. the first person but to be like, all right, this should be illegal? This is bad. Oh, yeah, interesting. I don't, I, know think that. It was, I don't know the answer to that. I think it was kind of recent. Like not... Like through mad? Well, in our... Like, I think, no, I think it was... Driving? No, it was before that. It was probably, I bet it was probably 60s or 70s. What about yeah. the D.A.R.E. program? When did they decide That's that the drugs 80s. were bad? That's the 80s. That's a Reagan thing. So drugs were fine before then. When did they decide that AIDS were bad? Uh, that... uh, science is still out. <laughs> science is still out. Yeah, we don't really have a strong answer. Just like global warming. Well, and technically nobody's ever died of AIDS. They just deal, die from complications. Correct. So, yeah. Just putting it out there. It's not really a thing. Here's uh, one of the most recent ones, which I think all of us, anybody listening to this podcast was alive when this one happened. Uh, and this was the big tsunami in 2004. Yes. I don't know why. Day I, after Christmas. I don't know why I said that. Like, yes. <laughs> finally. I mean, you know, I forgot about this. It was a 9.1 earthquake. Right. Yeah. It was a strong one. For sure. So I don't, that's the mo- that's the the biggest earthquake I've been alive for. I've never heard otherwise of a nine point anything. Now this was caused by the nine point one in Japan, right? Because there was also one in Chile. That no, was it says off the Indian to... Ocean, it off was, the yeah. coast of Indonesia. 
Then there, yeah, so the earthquake happened in the middle of the ocean, the Indian Ocean. It was oh, like wow. releasing the energy equivalent of 23,000 Hiroshima-level atomic bombs. If it would have stayed on the seafloor, so they were saying at the beginning that the waves were like a foot high, but then all of a sudden, when the water, I guess, rescinded and got sucked back... Into the ocean. Into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. I'm here <laughs> with when you. it came back towards people, it was like 100 feet high. Yeah. Which makes sense. 98 feet. Yeah, the videos of it are terrifying. There's a lot of surveillance type videos and just videos that came out. That's the other thing that I find really interesting about being alive today um, because we're able to finally capture these occurrences. I I just watched this really great documentary called Into the Inferno by Werner Herzog. What? What? Werner. Werner Herzog. What's it about? Volcanoes. Um, Volcanoes and what goes on with the volcanoes. The ash cloud kills people and consumes them. I feel sick again. <laughs> Do you okay. really? Yeah. All right. Make it happen. God, I don't even know what to do with you, Adam <laughs> And I mean that in the nicest way possible. I'm sorry my heroin <laughs> problem is getting... I just haven't fixed in so say, many like, days. So, so we think it's the lemonade. She said maybe the short ribs that you, you ate. You had three women in out. your apartment where you were spontaneously <laughs> vomiting. So that we got down to the bottom of it. And We know it's not the tart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the only other thing I've eaten. I didn't eat any of the tart. The pizza didn't make pizza. either of you sick. I barely drank. Yet. I think this is gold. <sighs> we're gonna end this episode and then we're gonna go home yeah we're probably gonna have to take the last <laughs> week of the year off every yeah day. that's what i was saying you because know what we're not gonna get a chance to talk about well we have it all, all that Malaysian research we'll plane. just do that i know yeah no we're we're done we'll do that again with this in, episode no, I know. I in two more facts don't appreciate it hey Cause now because now you're pale how, how much toothpaste have you been now through you're, now you're not looking <laughs> now yeah. you look sick now you, now i'm worried about you on other in other ways yeah it's it's really weird. I don't know what's happening. You have food poisoning. Oh, damn it, lemonade. I mean, you definitely have food poisoning. You don't expect it from a place like lemonade. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put this I out agree. there, though. I can't wait for people to hear this episode, because now there's no <laughs> way for you to edit out that you were barfing twice in the recording. This is like our heart of darkness. <laughs> what, was this worse or better than when Jeff May drank and threw up? Well, this is worse, because it's me throwing up. <laughs> And that's that's Carrie. Carrie, yeah. comedy is you fall down. Drama is when I fall down. Yeah, yeah. Comedy this is an emergency. Is when Jeff May throws up. Drama. I hope I is come when Adam throws up. I hope I come back to hear that you two are discussing this with the gravity that it deserves. <laughs> nope. And not making light. Of I would strongly suggest my releasing situation. micro episodes of the conversations that Carrie and I had while you were throwing up. I just. I'm I'm open to it as long as you are. We tried. We tried to have a normal conversation, but it didn't work because of the headphones. And because I was in the background going. <laughs> yeah, but we have headphones, so we were hearing it in stereo. Oh. I think had we just been in the, the room. The first time was worse. Yeah. The first time. Oh, we got great. It's right. It's good. Because you could also hear your journey of not getting into the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. So it was great because you're like, I'm going to throw up. And Carrie's like, what? And by and the then, way, your girlfriend. A angel. plus She's a fucking angel. Yeah. So worried and but attentive. Every time. You can oh. hear it. <laughs> I mean, you really fill it's the room. Again, yeah, she's like, it? oh, no. No, I'm fine right now. <laughs> All on the no, audio. That's what You're, she was saying. Didn't miss a second of it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, we were here. Yeah, we should just leave that in. We'll I think you in. were kissed by a rose. <laughs> From the dead? Something. Yeah. From the grave? It, it was Christmas shoes. From that's, the dead it grave. It made him so sick. He went his whole life without ever hearing Christmas shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Christmas shoes made me sick. Him. Will you guys stop at a sports goods store on the way home and pick me up some shoes for when I meet Jesus later Loafers? tonight? Neither of us have the teeth. You might if you keep throwing up. I know. Neither of us have the teeth for it. It's, we, just, we won't have enough cash between us, but hopefully some old creepy guy wearing an Adidas hat right behind us. That We're, guy looked will. like a sketch of a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. All right. One more thing. Uh, like somebody what do we have to talk with? about now? You have added the Lawson family murders. The law. I, I Oh, I actually added two. Okay. 
the Lawson family murders. This oh. is a this is a weird. Were you going to say something? <laughs> Did we get through this? I don't know if I have time. Yeah, just most victims were completely caught off guard because they didn't have any sort of warning system. Two hundred thirty thousand victims in 15 countries 14 billion dollars in property damage the deadliest tsunami in recorded history that's a lot of dead people i just think it's funny that he threw up when we started talking about tsunamis the second time was a tsunami of 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 vomit food poisoning yeah yeah and i feel like it's going to happen again soon yeah okay so let's let's wrap this up well the loss and fam yeah I i almost don't even feel like do we have to we no, don't. just we can you edit yeah, all of that out? Just I, that I part, the Lawson family part. No, we. I'll just leave. It. Like we should just stop. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Listen, um, yeah. Adam's real sick, so. Uh, and this- the last two we have to talk about are super depressing, and it, but I wanted to talk about it because the Lawson family murders. There was speculation that it happened because, again, he had a head injury, and CTE. Yeah. Lawson family murders on Christmas Christmas Day in 1929. <laughs> Charlie Lawson and his wife and six of seven ch- had six of seven children. Yeah, he, whatever. He, he killed them. Yeah, he, they're they're dead. Before Adam throws up, we got to get through this really quick. Uh, reports of the dad suffering from a head injury in the months before that led to increasingly strange and aggressive behavior. Call back. This story has it all. Uh, there was also rumors of an incestuous relationship, Carrie, possible not, pregnancy. Not going to make it. Yep. Okay. Do you two want to sign off? On yeah. This? All right. Yeah. No. This is. <laughs> this has been. <laughs> Happy holidays. I'm going to be sick listening to it. We are horrible friends. (laughs) (laughs) He's so sick. (laughs) Oh, God. Actually, I don't care about the Malaysian plane anymore. (laughs) It's like took over. I think I'm fine. I don't know how to stop. I don't actually know how to stop the recording. I don't either, but let's cheers Cheers. (laughs) to us not having food poisoning. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Pretty Scary, everybody. Do you know how to turn this off? Oh, thank God. Oh, um, so Adam can't make it. (laughs) Caitlin has tears coming down her face. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Pretty Scary. We're on Twitter and Instagram and all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Adam's stomach right now. Pretty Scary Boo. Merry Christmas. Bye. Oh, my God.